Welcome to the Theatre of the Minds. I am Brick Cipher, here today with Aaron Bright and Henrietta. Thank you. Yes, my name is Aaron Bright. I am mostly going to be talking about music and how it affects in different in, uh, types of media, such as movies, video games, what have you, even in maybe uh, t- TV shows, and the news, actually. Hmm. That last one will be interesting to talk about. Yes. <laughs> Henrietta? I am Henrietta, and you will probably hear a lot from me about um, music and theater, and like, when I say music specifically, like opera and things like that. And uh, yeah, I here will be here mainly talking about story elements to the best of my limited knowledge. Uh, while it is not complete, nor is it an end-all be-all, I do want to help voice my opinion and help aspiring writers, as well as existing writers, to learn and grow. Not grow, not crow. Anyways. Okay. So, who wants to begin? Mm. Henrietta? Mm. Rick? (laughs) Anything? Um, It's always always hard to know when to begin. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Or what, what what, what to start the conversation with. Well, let's mainly just focus on some stuff that we openly enjoy that our audience might readily know of. Then later down, we could get into some more obscure stuff. Yeah. Let's say... Such as uh, a movie that I recently played the entire summary back in my head yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) It took me an hour, which was about half the runtime. Why don't we start with... Our favorite stories. Okay. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. I'm definitely going to be talking a lot about Lord of the Rings. Mm, How it... How the world building there is. Because right now, I'm collecting not just the books, but uh, I'm looking forward to like the Amazon on Prime video um, TV show of, of the Lord of the Rings. The Rings of Power. Those, those, the the trailer I've seen for it. It looks magnificent, and I'm gonna be delving. Not, I'll be delving into the the abilities of each character, what the air blades mean, meaning their swords and knives and stuff, and why they choose to use these weapons, and also who each character is. And I assume as well as a compare and contrast between the uh, actual source and the adaptation. Exactly. All right. Henrietta? Um, well, let's see. I mean, should I just add whatever? Yeah, add whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Add whatever you want. I think we could also talk about like some of the world building that, um, in Star Wars. Um, ah, like, yes. A it's, lot of people love Star Wars. It's very interesting because it's like it, it, you know, it's surreal in that um, 
you know, <sighs> these people travel from, from planet to planet so frequently and we can't, we can't even get to Mars. <laughs> so it's kind yeah. of, it's kind of like, you, you know, is that like futuristic or something? Cause yeah. Or do these people, maybe these people just have much better technology than we do. And, it's and more do. of the latter. But they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because it does say a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, true. And uh, let's not even talk about uh, the Legends continuity that Disney created when they decided to uh, wipe the slate clean for all the current stories we know of. Yeah. Even I, though some the... things in it were beautiful and have been since readapted, but otherwise. Uh, yeah. I mean... The sequels, they were okay. I mean, they weren't the best that yeah. we could think could have made. But when they made The Mandalorian, now that was a masterpiece. It was uh, really good. Yeah. As well as the Book of Boba Fett, too. I have not watched that yet, so do not give me any spoilers. Oh, trust me, there's an epic setup payoff, even though the last episode and one part feels... A bit cheesy because of pop culture osmosis. Basically, a scene or idea from a story has been been so well known that it's not really a twist or anything exciting. But yeah, like like the whole thing. Like yeah, we all know it's gonna happen because it happens in every story. Yeah, for example, um, the Matrix. Okay, we all I, know that I haven't it's, seen Matrix, but I don't care for spoilers. I haven't, on that I haven't either. Yeah, yeah, but uh, everyone at this point pretty much knows that the Matrix is basically breaking out of a simulation, and that in its own day has so many headache questions. Ugh. Yeah. And I will not get into that now. That is the second most. Uh, uh, rant-inducing thing for me, uh, short of red matter from uh, the uh, rebooted Star Trek movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Anyways. I, I I did like the second one. The first and third one were like, okay. But, yeah. but yet again, Benedict Cumberbatch was in the second one, and he's my favorite actor, so... Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, some of my uh, favorite stories... Uh, are a bit uh, more along uh, the lines of, well, Star Wars, but also science fiction. Let's pull this up and plug oh, it yeah. in so that we don't lose this. <laughs> and there we go. Oh, there we go! Oh, thank goodness! This better okay. all go yeah. in the final recording. <laughs> okay, let's, okay this yeah. let's move this around a little bit so we can... And, uh, I'll get in. There we go. Hey, you can even see the <laughs> peak. peak. The peak. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway. Now, back to where we were at. So, yeah, some... Three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> yep. Anyways, uh, yep. some of my personal favorite stories are more along the lines of science fiction. Yep. Yeah, Star Wars, obviously one. I grew up with that. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, there's uh, also some other things like Lego's Mars Mission Line, which, uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, 
was fascinating to me as a kid. But then there was also other shows like... Ah, crud, I need to list because there's so many. Yeah, yeah. I get that feeling. Yeah. <sighs> me, I'm... For my media, they're, they're not. it's not just going to be music, but with storytelling also, they're... For me, it's going to be a lot of fantasy because I enjoy, of course, Lord of the Rings, like I mentioned before. And then there's Aragon, Inkheart. It's all going to be great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, to talking about those areas. And uh, one thing that uh, I personally will talk about are some gripes that uh, I've uh, talked to my parents to death about uh, <laughs> or in the worst moments during a movie ever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Such as the final battle in the end game, which I will not get into yet. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I've never been super into Marvel anyway. I am. Ne- I'm a, neither I'm is a, my family. I'm an MCU fan. I, I've i seen everything. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to Moon Knight this, uh, at the end of this month. It comes out on the 30th, and oh my gosh, it looks so good. Yeah. But, I know he's basically a... Uh, Batman knockoff, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Some other things that I'll talk about are some comic series that I've actually read as a kid. Not like standard uh, cartoon strips you'd find on a newspaper. Jeez, that dates us. <laughs> yeah. But uh, also along the lines of comic books that... Uh, surprisingly managed to make their way under elementary school noses. <laughs> Very true. <sighs> like, so so they're like things that people would normally not see as being appropriate for kids, but somehow they're in elementary schools anyway. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's nothing too up there, but, but there's it's along the lines like, of ah. dark topics. It yeah. is some stuff that, like... Uh, Panels of re- of uh, limbs getting ripped off. Oh yeah, that's oh, really? a little Ugh. yeah. I mean, I un- I understand how Harry Potter got in there, but Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows—that's a dark book, and I'm surprised it's in an, in the in libraries in elementary schools. <laughs> I True. did not I know that. I mean, it's not like dark, dark, bloody, but... right? No, it's but... just but it, it's but it's scary. Thematically, it's, yeah. It's a sort of a, yeah, existential in a way. Very. Because yes. we're going through all the Harry Potter movies right now. I, we haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But overall, we mainly are going to try to collaborate with each other and possibly other story creators producers along with music creators and producers uh, yeah. of uh, their own yes. and maybe even interview them i do have a few in the mind uh, personally but if either of you two uh, can think of uh, someone that you'd uh, want to have uh, added to that list be my guest because <laughs> i'd hate I to no, just railroad us i have no connections <laughs> like that unfortunately neither do i but there uh, is actually someone i know she's a beautiful pianist she uh her her 
actually her major right now up at the U with me. Her major is is a piano um uh <laughs> piano oh uh it's it's a piano major. She's a performance yes piano performance major. We're all atypical in our own respects, but we also want to help shed light on not only autistic communities, but other mental communities as well to help them grow and to help them be treated somewhat as equals. Because typically when you think of people with a mental disability, disability. Yeah. and I use air quotes for that, <laughs> because I don't view my nature as a disability, and I don't think either of you do as well. No. But I personally feel that there's always a stigmatism when it comes to people like us, even though in several respects we're not that different from others that we've encountered. We just want to be treated the same way. Not like, oh, we should give you all just yeah all this because yeah. all, all this extra attention and all yeah. this extra yeah oh jeez that's yeah, exactly we don't need that we don't yeah. need that we, we we've just, already had a storm of it that over oh, in our yeah. country yes yeah <sighs> we don't need that no we, one needs that we are people too we don't we don't need eat people treat eating us like babies no yeah we we are strong too. And that was my pet peeve, and I'm I know I'm glad that you guys brought this up, and that I'm not the only one as someone on the spectrum who feels this way. That <laughs> that <laughs> other other people can attest to that too. Like we don't we don't need to be babied. Sure. You know, just because we can be a little bit emotionally fragile sometimes, some, yes. maybe we have meltdowns. Very. You know, so things like that doesn't mean that we need someone to. Doesn't mean we can't take care of ourselves, and that that's that, that's the biggest annoying thing yeah. for me. And uh, building off that, uh, even though we may need help, every single uh, case is uh, drastically different. Very different, yes. For example, one person uh, may get along spectacularly uh, with abstract concepts, while another would uh, deal much more in uh, physical ones. Yeah. Yeah. So construction could be one field of expertise, while mathematics it, it would be another. Mathematics mm-hmm. is not for me. I suck at that <laughs> oh, so much. no. I, I am somewhere in there, but I have no idea where. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can agree entirely with that. It's like, um, I mean, I've, I've sometimes have trouble, had trouble, too, with how autism is portrayed in the media. Because, you know, when, when you see an autistic character in, in TV series or movies, it's either one of two things. It's either the nonverbal, you know, person, yeah. person who doesn't talk, um, or it's, you know... It's someone who is a bit more on the, let's say... Yeah, call it the stereotypical next gen side. Yeah. 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 And uh, you know, I also hate the idea of people just uh, throwing out 
terms it like retarded, depressed, oh, no. or even autistic willy nilly because oftentimes uh, those are just uh, thrown completely out of basis and. Yeah, depression is the one that uh, is most often used, uh, yeah, but retarded, uh, in uh, my experience, is the second most, and uh, just please stop. Yeah, yeah, depressed, like, I think, I, I do sometimes say I'm, 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 I'm feeling depressed today, or like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I probably should be careful about how much I use that, because, I mean... I, I yeah. don't know. De- de- depression is a serious thing. I shouldn't joke about it. Yeah. Sometimes I yeah. am just maybe I, instead I should just say I'm really I'm really sad today or I'm mm. really down. Yeah. Yeah. Really sure. Stuff it, like that. Um, yeah. Sure. It, dark humor it can be a nice outlet, but uh, there's always boundaries for some people. Some people like one uh, genre of dark humor. Some people like another. Oh. By the way, one thing I do want to bring up. Is especially the Joker movie, the one that's not connected at all to, to, uh, to um, the main DC stuff. The main DC stuff. That one right away. Um, they they treat they show mental illness like being something that's very 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 bad, and that people who have it are terrible per er, people. And it's like it's not like that at all. If anything, those are an outlier. The people in that movie are are just terrible people, and they do not not know what mental illnesses are like. Yes. So well, don't it's somewhat that, to, yeah, yeah. Well, it somewhat depends because if you think about it, uh, yeah, there are people who do not fully understand uh, right and wrong, and That's uh, true. Uh, in an interview we're talking about uh, after the murder at the club, the actor even said that uh, while he was on set, he just uh, felt that the macabre dance of joy that he did in the bathroom felt right uh, for the character. Because uh, while I have not seen the movie, I assume that uh, in that moment he was thinking, what have I done? But uh, the existentialism of it uh, and uh, how... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. All I wanted to say is just don't take the movie too seriously. Maybe as a commentary on society, and I know that is a joke, but uh, take it as a mild commentary on society and how stuff like that can arise. But... uh, don't take it to face value. While stories do have a, a kernel of truth to every one yeah, of them, I do believe that, to, regardless of how obtuse they are. It, it does uh, show that uh, there are lines. Yeah. So, well, d- do you guys have any more to say? Well, I have a little bit more to say. So... Um, I, I was thinking like, um, I mean, autism is strange cause it's not, it's not a mental illness, but it also, it's not, it's also not really a disability. Um, and I'm like, 
I referred to it as both, like, at different times in my life. Like, sometimes I've called it a disability, and sometimes I've said I had a mental illness. But, like, it, it's really strange, because it's, it's really kind of a gray area. Because I'm, like, like, sometimes I'm, like, I mean, there, there are aspects of it that are mental illness. Like, anxiety is a mental illness. But, you know, Well, stress, it's a bit more like a side effect, to my knowledge, but go on. But, yeah, anxiety is... Anxiety, is a mental illness. Yeah. Um, but I, autism yeah. itself isn't. I mm-hmm. actually have have a uh, anxiety disorder that mm. that that I've had trouble with, but I've gotten help with for it, and I'm taking the right medication, and it doesn't bother me as much anymore. Yeah. I get the help I need. Yeah. And that's and it, and I don't have trouble with it as much. And I'm medicated for anxiety. I don't know. If- yeah, but uh, yeah. 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 Well, I uh, hope you'll continue listening to our series. We plan to keep this going for however long we we want to. So yeah. Yep. Well, it was good. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll uh, see you uh, yeah on uh, our next stage.